Kansas anymore. Are you ready? No, I'm just getting warmed up. This task was appointed to you. I said I want the truth! I say we take off and move the entire site from Dodge that. Hello and welcome to the BBFC podcast. I'm Joe and today I'm joined by BBFC Chief Executive David Austin. Welcome back to the podcast, David. Thanks, Joe. It's good to be back. So, uh, yeah, this week we are going to be talking about a small independent uh, franchise from the 1970s, which some of you may have heard of, and that, of course, is Star Wars. Star Wars have been coming to the BBFC for many, many years, so we thought it'd be interesting to do a podcast about that, especially given that the latest Star Wars installment, Rogue One, is now in cinemas. Now, we actually received an email from a member of the public, Stephen Taylor, and he said that he would like to know the difference between episodes 4 and 6, which is certified U, and episodes 3 and 7, which are rated at 12A. Um, the odd thing was that Stephen actually sent this email in after we decided to cover this topic in our podcast. So I don't know if you were using the force there, Stephen, or whether you, it was just a coincidence, but um, we're going to be talking about Star Wars this week. Now, Star Wars is a very famous franchise, of course, and everyone's got their favourite instalment. But let's go back to the very first film, David. I mean, obviously, this was before you or I were out of the BBC, but how was it classified when it first came into us in 1977? Yeah, I think it was before you were born, Joe. Yeah, it uh, actually was, yes. Um, as you said, it's one of the most recognisable films in the world now, but back in June 19. 77 when it came to the BBFC we had very little idea of the future of this franchise the Star Wars saga went on to capture the imagination of a generation of young cinema goers and I remember being um, quite young when uh, the, the first film came out and being thrilled by it at the time Indeed, the BBFC at the time thought it to be um, vastly entertaining and grand fun for all ages which turned out to be um, a pretty accurate description of the film when the BBFC sat down to watch the film, there was some concern about the level of violence. And one examiner pointed out at the time that the film was awarded a PG in the United States by the MPAA, the ratings body over there. But on balance and overall, the BBFC considered the universal appeal and tone of the, of the Star Wars film won, won the, um, the BBFC over and, and they passed the film at you. And it's remained at you um, ever since. It's interesting because we have occasionally received letters from members of the public asking, given that Star Wars has um, famously some charred bodies in it and uh, an arm getting severed in a cantina scene, these, these issues seem a little bit strong for you rating. So you mentioned the examiners sort of considered whether to give it a Euro PG. Um, we now have publicly researched guidelines, which we didn't back in the day. So do you think Star Wars would be treated differently were it to come to us fresh? I think if Star Wars was a brand new film coming to the BBFC in... Uh, 2017, it would almost certainly have a different category. Um, I would guess it would be one category higher. We, we should remember that the film was classified in 1977 before we went out and consulted the public on um, what standards they expected in films, and we need to judge the classification at, uh, based on the standards at the time. Now, you might think that the British public is going to get more lenient over many years and we've certainly found that since we started doing guidelines research in the, in in 1999 that in some in some areas the public has become more lenient for example in relation to consensual sex between adults but in other respects you could argue that the public's become more conservative so issues such as um, self-harm for instance are of more concern to the public now than they were um, back in the in the late 1990s having said that of course self-harm isn't an issue in Star Wars so we judged the U um, at, by the standards at the time, back in the 1970s, and given that we do now have a pretty clear idea of what the public expects in relation to 
the whole range of classification issues, including violence, which was the key issue in Star Wars. I think it's um, it unlikely, if it was a brand new film coming in for classification this year, it would be unlikely to get a U. Sure, of course. I mean, but it's been a U for so many years. I think it probably would have caused confusion had it we started changing the rating bands. Yeah, I think it, it's such a known quantity that I think the U is, is reasonable and defensible um, for this classification that's been around there for... 40 years. Sure, absolutely. And I suppose we should mention that uh, we have a BBFC Insight service as well. I'm sure there are some people out there who haven't actually seen Star Wars, but, and if you are one of those people, you can check the BBFC Insight to see what it contains before showing it to your, to your younger children if you need to. There's also, there's also a case study on our website. We have, a, as you know, we have an education team, and one of the things they produced is a, is a case study explaining how, Star, how the first Star Wars film came to get the classification it got. I don't actually think I've read that one, so I'll have to have a look myself. If you go to the From the Archive section on the website, you'll find yeah, it there. There you go. Right, so obviously Star Wars spawned many, many sequels. And the next one we're going to speak about is uh, Episode 2, Attack of the Clones, which interestingly was actually cut for PG, is that correct? That's right, yes. It came in for classification in 2002. And when we took a look at it at the time, we advised the studio that... Um, we considered it appropriate at 12, essentially because of a headbutt. Uh, at the time, our classification guidelines, and which were the first ones we'd, we'd created after the, um, the public consultation in 1999-2000, under the section about violence, it, it, it talked about particular combat techniques that were considered a problem for the BBFC at the time. Among those combat techniques were things like a double ear clap or a headbutt. And because these techniques were actually listed in the guidelines. I think there was a kind of knee-jerk reaction almost. Said, oh, there's a headbutt there, oh, there's a double ear clap there, we need to cut it or give, it, give the film a more restrictive category. And in subsequent guidelines, what we have done is remove those specific combat techniques to try and avoid that kind of instinctive knee-jerk reaction. So in 2002, Headbutt, a headbutt was listed in the classification guidelines as a particular problem at the junior categories. And so the board felt at the time it was unable to give Attack of the Clones a PG, so offered a 12. The studio wanted a PG, so they cut those few seconds where we see the headbutt and to, to, get, a, to get a PG rating. Since then, because we've removed headbutt from the classification guidelines, we, ha we don't have that kind of immediate reaction. And... I think we've sensibly um, classified the film uncut now at PG. So it's sort of really just a, an attempt to make the guidelines a bit more nuanced. Is that sort of the idea? Yeah, I think one of the things that we've learned over the years, and we've had different iterations of the guidelines, is it, it's not always helpful to put in very specific depictions of specific behaviour. But this was the first set of guidelines we've done. So we've learned from that. And we now have more flexibility with the guidelines. They are more nuanced. And that's interesting. So, I mean, you mentioned that we could have passed it at 12 uncut um, had, had the company chosen to go with that direction. So even at that stage, the, the Star Wars films were beginning to creep up categories to an extent towards a 12 level. They were. They were. And um, as you said, since then, they've, they have... Three of the three of the films have, have reached the twelve level. That's right. Of course, uh, *Revenge of the Sith* was the first one to receive a twelve A for cinema release. So, I mean, as memory serves, that has got some pretty well strong content for the Star Wars film. I would say it has. It's the it was certainly the darkest of the Star Wars films at the time, and may still you might still consider it the darkest. But the fight between Anakin and Obi Wan on. Was it Mustafar? It was Mustafar. <laughs> no, we Okay. Indeed, the the fight between. Anakin and Obi-Wan are Mustafar at the end, which results in um, Anakin losing some of his limbs and sight of bloody injury um, was too strong for PG. And yeah. we, we 
concluded it, it couldn't be contained at anything less than 12A. Sure. So we classified that from 12A. Well, again, I suppose the way things are shot can have a major effect on the category they end up receiving. So I suppose the fact that this was a sci-fi fantasy adventure and the detail wasn't too in your face with the with the severed limbs. I suppose that allowed it to be 12A rather than 15, for example. Exactly, exactly. I mean, it's an interesting phenomenon in the way certain films have got darker over the years or, or more intense or more violent. I mean, you look at it with James Bond back, back in the early days. You go back to Doctor No and those films, they're generally PG and more recent films have been classified 12A. And the Harry Potter series is another one that became more intense and darker over the over its cycle and they yeah. started out at PG, I think PG? I'm pretty sure, yeah. And then moved up to uh, to 12. So it's not a, it's not an unheard of phenomenon in, in film franchises. No, absolutely. Films are often billed as being darker and grittier than the previous installments, yeah, are they? And some of them fulfill that and others don't. And I think Rogue One was um, you know, billed as a bit darker and grittier than, than some of the previous uh, Star Wars films. Oh, that's right. It's certainly a different tone, I think, perhaps, than to what you may have expected. It's less of a Less of a family romp, perhaps. I suppose. Yeah, in, in many ways, it's uh, it's got many um, facets of a war film, mm, and does, the, the yeah. final, the third act, which is an extended battle sequence, mm. is um, is you know not a million miles away from more contemporary war films. Yeah, well, I thought I saw maybe some of the tr- shots in the trailer at least, which perhaps didn't make it to the final film, had echoes of maybe Saving Private Ryan with the yeah. beach assaults and troops running across yeah. amongst fire and stuff like that. And there's certainly some quite intense battle scenes mm. towards the end of the film which which contributed to the 12A rating for Rogue One yeah absolutely now of course the other famous 12A uh, Star Wars film is The Force Awakens the uh, yeah. re- re-enlivenment of the franchise um, from a few years ago now um, surprisingly that's a 12A as well now what were the elements that brought that up to 12 rather than PG for example interestingly at the time one or two commentators said that they thought the film was containable at, at the top end of PG and Said they took younger, younger than twelve-year-olds to go and and um, and see this film, which is absolutely fine. And indeed, one of the things that we do to help people decide whether a twelve-a film might be suitable for their slightly younger than twelve children is we provide insights on our website and on our app. They they, they provide detailed but user-friendly information to help parents decide you know, whether what is in the film is suitable for their children. That's a slight digression. So back to why why The Force Awakens got a 12A. I mean, there are scenes of moderate violence and threat. There are there are there's a quite an intense and prolonged lightsaber fight towards the end of the film, in which we see characters bleeding from their injuries, blood on their face. One character we see with blood on them, have it, they, they've been shot by another character. I don't want to give any, away any plot spoilers for anyone out there that hasn't seen the film, but the violence is 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 ramped up slightly from. Um, earlier films. Having said that, it does sit um, towards the low end of 12A. So we have 12A, like all the categories, is fairly broad if you're classifying films into five different age categories. You know, there are going to be some that are towards the bottom of the category and some towards the top. And I would argue that of, of all the 12A Star Wars films, The Force Awakens is closest to PG, but it is still a, a clear 12A for the, the, the moderate violence and, and intensity of some of the fight sequences. Sure. I mean, I was struck as sort of, you know, the first Star Wars film with a new batch that it did seem to have a little bit more blood in it than I think I sort of expected. Mm. I mean, right, right at the beginning of the film, uh, one of the characters, a uh, stormtrooper, someone reaches up as they're dying and smears blood over the visor of his, Indeed. Of his helmet. Yeah. It sort of, I don't know, it just... It was, it was great. I mean, I enjoyed the film, but I, it, it did stand out as being sort of slightly different to what I expected, which I guess was a good thing. And later on during the lightsaber fights, as you say, there is a bit more blood flying about than, than I'd expected as well. Yeah. No, it, it, it's just certainly a level above 
um, something like Attack of the Clones, which was a PG. Sure, sure, sure. Well, thanks very much, David. I think we could probably talk about every single Star Wars film if you let us, but we do need to get the podcast down to around the 10-minute levels. But um, when the next one comes out, we, are you willing to come back and uh, have a chat about that as well? Oh, I'd uh, love to come back and talk about episode eight, yeah. <laughs> I thought you Delighted. might. Well, okay, thanks very much. I think it's a quick tour through the Star Wars universe. If you'd like to suggest a film for us to speak about on the podcast, you can do so using the podcast form on our website. You can also email us at podcast at bbfc.co.uk or you can tweet to us on Twitter using at bbfc.